Please put hey. a thumb in the air. Hey. Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. The season draws near, fam. It's coming. We learned that there are Brandon Manning days until the season on Twitter today. <laughs> now, they tweeted a picture of Oscar Lindblom. I said, you should have gone with Brandon Manning. Obvious, you know, top Real order. ones now. Yeah. Real ones now. Yeah, I mean, Oscar Lindblom fell to the fifth round. Brandon <laughs> Manning, like five different teams won him. Hmm? Is he on a team right now? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. Is he still with the? Was he with the Oilers? Oh, that makes sense. Because it was a two-year contract, it right? Feels, it feels right. Yeah, Chicago gave him the two-year deal. Bakersfield Condors of God the American bless. Hockey League, while under contract to the Edmonton Oilers. All right. Anyway, let's get right into it. Uh, we have a jam-packed show for you this evening. So let me introduce you to the panel. Let's lead it off with the fly by yourself, Kelly Hinkle. So I think it was yesterday that Steph Alicious D, Steph Driver, informed me that there were six days until the preseason started, and it literally blew my mind. Yeah. I don't know how this happened. There's like a- uh, Where did the summer go? I don't have my uh, like studio set up or anything for a post game, and there's like a preseason game on Monday. Yeah, I was like, all right, like as soon as she told me, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to start doing those things. Yeah, like, was, what do I do? I don't know. I was sitting on the couch today, just like watching How I Met Your Mother or something, and I was like looking at the schedule. Oh, I got to, like, find my microphone. (laughs) (laughs) The good news is is that preseason lasts for, like, Three weeks. Thank God. Yeah, it's like the NFL preseason, but with, so I gotta ease it. They We're have like easing in. They have game. They have like a stretch where they have like four games in five days or something. I yeah, know but they, they've got like yeah. seventy-two players. Yeah, I know they split it up into groups. It's just funny. And that voice you just heard is Stephalicious D. Steph Driver. So as Kelly mentioned, hockey does start in now five days. By the time you're listening to this, probably four. Training camp starts on Friday for everybody. Ivan Provorov and Travis Konechny everybody. do not have contracts. Yeah, not those two. Doesn't start they for do them. do not yeah. have contracts. And, you know, we've heard all summer, we're getting close, we're getting close. We heard this week it'll be done by end of day Tuesday. We're now end of day Wednesday, and it's not done for either one of them. And Getting close but not done. There's a joke here. Well, to oh, be, yeah, real to close. To be fair, yeah. I think Fletch, it was like a very, like, Maybe, sort of, we'll have some close discussion. It was like a very vague. I like the updates we keep hearing. Like, Fletcher's going to talk to their agents soon. Cool. No shit. I mean, if they're not. Thank you, reporter with a check mark. If you're not on. Excuse you. (laughs) You're not a reporter. If you're not on the phone with their agents every day, what are you doing? Well, he's doing things like. uh, uh, We'll get to. We'll get to my. It's just like. So we all assumed that Proferol was going to be the harder one because. What is with Connect? Because comparables, right? But then yeah. Morensky just signed his deal. And now, coming out from Sam Carcitti, there's he's saying his agent said he's not going to sign a deal like that. And we're going to get into all of that. But I have... Oh, I, I'm not done. Well, we have like that whole topic yeah, set up fine. in the outline. Yeah, see, it's fine. I didn't read we'll the outline. There. I know you didn't. <laughs> That's why I'm telling you now. Thanks. So, um... These Flyers giveaways are pretty good this year. The four that they're advertising, the scarf, the uh, gritty Chia Pet, which is great because you know, he's all hair. Uh, there was another good one, the Klingon thing, and the beer stein. Which I am, sh- did you say a Sean Couturier yeah, scarf? Yeah, the Couturier scarf. And that beer stein on October 19th against the Stars, I'm re- I might buy tickets to the freaking game and be one of the first 10,000 in there because apparently we're one of these low-budget teams that doesn't yeah. give their giveaways to everybody. Yeah. We're the Phillies in 1999, I guess. <laughs> um, but I digress. I don't get uh, that joke. Yeah. They used to only give their giveaways away to like two people. And then like I'd get there and they'd be like, no, you're 14. You can't have this 14 say it's like under. First, I'm, like, I'm tall. I'm sorry. First 4,000 fans under the age of seven yeah. and a half get a hat from the Phillies. Yeah. Nobody else. 
Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I was like pumped about this beer stein. It's cool looking. My favorite kind of beers are Oktoberfests. I'm into it. So I showed Ava, my girlfriend today, if you don't know, Ava Graham. She's cool. Um, Very cool. Cooler showed, than Bill. Sh- Way oh, cooler. Yeah, it's not even cool. <laughs> I have a mustache, though, so I'm trying. Uh, so I showed. Yeah, but she's got red hair. She does. She beats. I showed her today. Uh, the beer stein. I was like, we should just get tickets to the October 19th game and all. She, she just says, that's kind of dangerous. What if they lose? Yep. <laughs> I was just like, shit, is this who we are? Yep. Like, we. They did, had to give the Voracek champ at the end of the game. I know. They did that. And that's the, I think like, it's funny that you're surprised. The weekend, no, like the week after Mike Scott, Mike Scott, <laughs> professional basketball player, just got beat I up know, in a parking I lot know. for wearing a jersey. Well, they tried. I know. I'm you're just right, saying, I'm just saying, like, we did this one, like, I can't remember. Uh, other than the bracelet thing, and that was an embarrassing playoff game. It was horrific. Like, got blown out at home in the playoffs. And stopped trying. And you gave people... Projectiles. And like, yeah, it's not like you gave them a goddamn hatchet. to. Th- and listen, I, I did my whole we're better than this, ran about it three years ago, whenever the hell it was in that playoff game. I don't care anymore. Did we? I, think I, it did, was a whole, a- I did a whole rant about it. Did you? Yeah, on the, on the Twitter. Yeah. But... Oh. Like, it's not like we threw freaking bricks on the ice. They were bracelets. These beer steins could seriously hurt somebody. Would we really do that? Is it glass? I assume like a ceramic. Yeah, it looked like it was ceramic. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to throw that. No, and it's cool. Well, I got to say, people will throw anything. No, people will throw anything. I did once. I was involved. Some people would argue that I started. I was involved. (laughs) In a riot during a Milwaukee Brewers game uh, in Shocking to hear this. Oh, no, uh, I know this story. And uh, Hank Aaron, you know, a former home run king, they had a Hank Aaron bobblehead night, and those Milwaukee Brewers fans threw their legends bobbleheads at, some would say me, I would say my direction. (laughs) Uh, So people will throw anything, tearing the heads off of freaking Hank Aaron. I was like, that's, I wouldn't do this to Carlos Ruiz. You're doing it to the goddamn home run king. But I digress again. We can't, everybody listening, please, if we lose 10 to nothing, please do not throw the beer steins. Send them to me. I would, uh, we I would we like have one. to have a P.O. box or something, right? So send them to Broad Street Hockey, and Bill will get your beer stein. It's a much better use. I will drink out of it. I mean, email us, broadstreethockeyradio at gmail.com, and Bill will physically show up you yeah, can, at your anywhere. house or whatever. And get this it. should be like a giveaway. We should have like a radiothon where it's like, watch a game with Bill, but you have to order all the pizzas and shit. <laughs> Yo, if somebody feeds me, I'll show up. I'm into yeah, it. Like, I will show like, up. Instead of us catering it, it's like, no, man, I get a 30-pack of Miller and some pizzas, and you can watch a game with the Brostriaki crew. Anyway, yeah, like, can we just not do that? Can we just not throw stuff? Listen, I'm not advocating throwing the scarves, because they're cool, too. But, like, if you're going to throw something, make sure it's soft, like a scarf. Also, remember okay. that anything that you don't want, you can sell to someone on the internet. Yeah, so, like, that's you know. the thing, is if I don't get one of these, I'm going to buy one on eBay. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I buy a lot of stupid crap on eBay. That's what it's for. Yeah. I don't think I've bought anything on eBay in a really long time. That's impressive. Amazon, huh. though, mm. with, with that buy now button. Oh, boy, look out. I have that's, shit coming to my house every single day of the week. That's the, the buy now and the Amazon Prime. All that is the reason. I And obviously, you know, drunk texts are the reason I think your phone should come with a uh, like one of those breathalyzers. Yeah. Like if you're p- over. Oh, no, I do this sober. If, I know you do. I'm just talking <laughs> about the general public. If you're over a point oh eight, it should just be like, yo, you don't want to send this text. Uh-uh. You do not need this. How, how do we? How do we do like emotional readings? Like, hmm, hmm. If you're doing some shopping therapy, some retail therapy, <laughs> yeah. Stephanie, put the phone down. Yeah. Stephanie, like, Bill, you, you need don't need this collection of 1980s wrestling action figures. Mm. You're 30. Hmm. Well, <laughs> what was the last ridiculous thing I bought from Amazon? I can't remember. I bought like an eight pack of candle lighters the other day. That was fun. I'm- I almost bought a Misfits record I already own for 30 bucks because it's in a different color. <laughs> But it didn't ship for like two weeks. So I was like, no. I bought a new USB mic and then found a gift card. And so I mailed back that one and then bought it again with the I, gift card. I recently, oh shout out Jake, I recently found. I yeah. thought I spent it. Recently found it. Bought something like I legitimately needed. So nice. Jake, you're the man. Oh, Jake is amazing. Okay. I actually just used his gift card not long ago for stuff that I, I had it like as a didn't bookmark. necessarily need. 
but wanted a lot. So. Wanting is okay. Anyway. I'm glad we're still in, Let's in start off-season the hockey show. form. Yeah, right. Let's oh, start hockey, the, uh, the hockey Charlie's show. not here. We're yeah, going Dad's nuts. not here. This is what happened. Uh, so I see his training camp draws near. Consternation is growing regarding this Chris Stewart situation. Hmm? In years past, and probably back in mid-July when it was announced they would uh, bring Chris Stewart in on the professional tryout, I would have said something like, please just don't let this guy make this team. And if I'm being completely honest, which I always am with all of you, (laughs) I'd prefer it if other players in the organization won the roster spot for which Stewart is competing. But one, W-O-N, is the key word. I like the I, I okay. I don't completely despise the idea of bringing in some veteran competition to push the kids for a spot in the bottom six, even if he's not in the starting twelve forwards every night. But sticks as an extra forward if he outplays everyone else in training camp and in the preseason, then he should just be on the roster. I don't want that to happen. If it does, that's really bad. But I've said all summer that it's now it's now the time to start winning. I would love if all these kids were the best candidates to help the team compete for a division title. But if they're not, I'm done waiting. Can, if I know you've got a whole thing. If I know the, you've got a whole thing. Okay, Can go I, ahead. I just need to interject because yeah. if Chris Stewart wins a spot on this team above some of the rookies, we have a very serious problem with our prospects. We do. It could just be they're not ready, or it could. Ju- that's listen. Yes, I agree. I agree. You Steph. said you said that it was yes. a serious problem. I was trying to jump in. I know yeah. you've got a whole thing. Please continue. I just needed to get that out. If the coaches deem that Stewart will help the Flyers win a single game more than somebody else, then it should be he who wins the spot. Now, of course, the criteria for which they will make this decision will come under heavy scrutiny. Uh, and if it ends, and if he ends up on the roster, despite not looking up to speed in preseason games, or if a monster training camp by Frost or Farabee or Ratcliffe or Rubstov or whoever gets overlooked because of grit or veteran presence, then that's obviously a huge freaking issue. But I'm not going to prejudge Vigneault, his staff, or Fletcher until I see their decision-making in action. This is just one of those, let's wait and see, fam. I love takes. I have a lot of them. But I'm ready to start winning. If that's what they think will help, then I'm all for it. This is not something that I'm worried about. At all. If they really liked the guy, they would have given him a contract. They didn't. They gave him a PTO. That's not a contract. It's, hey, come to our camp. Yeah. They didn't give him a contract. Um, Also, Fletcher, you know, his decision-making to this point, he got rid of Dale Weiss. He got rid of Yori Laterra. He got rid of Christian Foline. I'm not upset with that decision-making. So I mean, there's there's a so lot of far, other so, I mean, other yeah. questionable decisions or or critical decisions that he may have made or, or middle of the road meh decisions. But I don't I don't see Chris Stewart on this team. I, I mean, have a lot of have to wait and see how it plays out before I really have an opinion. Yeah, I I think that a lot of this has to do with the fan base having an extreme case of PTSD. Yes, and those last things that you mentioned, those grit and veteran experience things, got guys spots on this team with the last administration, and I think that we are scared that this group of hockey men will do the same thing. Additionally, um, I think a lot of the fan base, I don't agree with them, but I think a lot of them think that just about every move that Fletcher has made in this offseason has been bad, and it has made the team worse, and they don't like any of them. So they're, I think, just assuming that that just, kind of thing is going to continue. I mean, I think it's nonsense, but I, it, it's there. Like People do think that. I I'm in neither camp. I don't think that every made every move he's made is good, and I don't think that every move he's made is bad. I also don't think that the the sum collective of his moves have been good or bad. They've all just been middle of the road. They've all just been okay. You I did just, that. It's not even middle of the road of the road to me. They're it's just uninspired. I'm willing to admit I don't know how good Matt Niskanen is. I don't That's know fair. how good Braun is. So I want to call it's J- Justin. Justin. Yeah. I want to call him Ryan, and I know that's the baseball player. That is Speaking not who Brewers. we're talking about. Yeah, no, Justin Braun. Like I don't know how good those two still are. So I I know Kevin Hayes makes this team better because he's better than nothing, which is what we had in that position before. Stop it. We're not talking about Nolan Patrick right now. <laughs> um, he's the three C. They didn't have a two C before. <laughs> fine. Uh, what Kelly said about PTSD. 
Yes. Yes. Like, oh, no. Absolutely. If yes. Chris Stewart is Chris Vandevelde and plays 81 games over someone who could actually help, that's bad, and we'll talk about it every fucking week. Uh, probably more than just once a week, but but everybody listening, people in this room, everybody listening everywhere, we made it through that fucking season. We, the 2018-19 Philadelphia Flyers are always going to be cemented in my brain, and I don't remember a goddamn thing, but I can tell you Every single godforsaken soul that was on that roster for that season that was in the front office and then fired at some point, that season was absolute hell. And we made it through. We made it through. And and I swear to God, if this next season is anywhere, you, it's not going to be as bad as last be. year. But if it is, heart heart, fam. if it is, we're going to have to have a serious conversation about where to take our fandom. My <laughs> Devil's Fan friend, who I interviewed for that mental toughness uh, thing last week, if you haven't checked it out, please do. Even he has the Carter Hart uh, baby shark stuck in his head. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's something, though, that I, I want to talk about. And yes, I know this is important. But I'm, I'm not even that yet. Oh, okay. Still on Chris Stewart. Um, there was an article the other day on Sportsnet about the Chris Stewart resurrection story. And a lot of the things mentioned in it kind of make me a bit nervous. Things like the last contract that he signed was given to him by Chuck Fletcher in Minnesota. Yeah. It didn't work out, but that's there. He played with Ian LaPerriere back at the beginning of his career. That's a thing. Um, he makes a point, Stewart, that is, makes a point that once he saw that the Flyers got rid of all of their physical guys, he thinks that he's going to be able to bring that to the lineup, and that's something that's lacking, and that's something that the team needs. And that, as we know, is a thing that hockey men value very highly. And it's just, I, I don't think that he will make the team, particularly given that there are guys with contracts, which we're going to get to, that I think could play outplay him, or at least even out, and then, you know, this guy's already signed, so why would we sign this other guy? But I, I do think that there is enough about Chris Stewart that we should, at least in the back of our minds, think, oh, uh, maybe he might. Oh, no, I, no. I, I think there's a chance. I, I, yeah, I it, really, I really think, don't. He I doesn't, think it's he doesn't non-zero. have a contract. If he liked him, he knows the player. He would have given him a contract. I know, but that's the thing. But like, he if also, he plays well in camp, yeah. he could just give this him This is one. a very much a tryout, and yeah. they don't know what their cap situation is going to be. So yeah. you can't sign the guy for two mil and then go, oh, we're a mil and a half short for connecting and Proverall. Yeah. So it's I think there's a, a number of reasons why they didn't. The number one being he's probably not good enough, yeah. but he's going to get a chance. And if these kids aren't ready or they're not good enough, so be it. I but mean, Kelly you, you has know another. Who else, you know who else has PTOs? Andrew McDonald and Zach Ronaldo. They could make teams too. I would. I would. I would be actually surprised if Andrew McDonald is on a hockey team. He will be. I think he will be on a hockey team. But Zach Ronaldo. I mean, I love Zach. Everybody likes him for some reason. Because he listed his weight at one sixty nine when he wasn't that, just because it was funny. (laughs) That's why I love him most. I mean, that's a good reason. Yeah. All right. So Kelly, what's your uh, what's your thing here? That actually might be another concern. Yeah. So one of the things that no one seems to be talking about, except I think Charlie has brought it up from time to time. Fucking Charlie. I know. Is that we talk a lot about Chris Stewart maybe making the team, but Andy and Andreoff. I'm going with that. Sure. Andy Andreoff has a contract. Sure. Yeah. He already has been given one, and he's a guy that seems to be getting a little bit of play from the people who are in the official media from the team. Um, Meltzer did a whole thing where he predicted what he, not what he thinks the lines are going to be, but if the team was constructed as it is now, this is what the lines would be, and he had him slotted on the fourth line. Um I think we all kind of assumed that when they he was signed on July 1st with two other guys that I think all we all thought that all three of them were just signed as depth for the Phantoms because the Phantoms have lost a lot of players. Um, but even back on July 1st, Fletcher was saying that he's going to make a very strong push to make the team. And I think it's just been kind of flying under our radar that no one's been really talking about him pushing out one of the kids, but it might be likely that he could do it and not Chris Stewart. I don't even know who this guy is. I'm well, looking, I'm looking him up now. Well, you'll... six foot one, twenty eight years old. Uh, played for the Kings. Mm-hmm. Um, kinda, he's kinda ne- played for the Kings. Yeah. If he's if he's going to be on a fourth line role, that's fine. I don't yeah. really care if he pushes out Morgan Frost from a fourth line role because do I really want Morgan Frost in a fourth line role? I'll tell I you, would I prefer do. it over Andy Andrea because I'll tell you. 
that dude, uh, he does have 13 goals in four years. <laughs> Is that good? And I, I like, while that's not great, he did have 26 goals and 55 points in 75 AHL games last year, while Stewart was a bottom-of-the-roster guy for the Nottingham Panthers in the United Kingdom's Elite Ice Hockey League. If you're saying that can't be a real thing, it's it is. Real. I looked it up an hour ago. Yeah, I just think that uh, Andy, who I'm calling him because I can't yeah, say his last sure. name, um, Andy's, you know, he's Boyd Kane. He's a very good AHL player who probably doesn't belong in the NHL. And perhaps that's where he should stay. Well, but I, between him and Chris Stewart, I do worry that there's going to be some kind of random hockey man shit. That's going to lead to our most exciting kids starting the year with the Phantoms and these guys being. On I the just roster. like I, in my and I have to believe to keep my eye. And I said I'm not going to get nuts about this because it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And maybe they are the best guy for the job. And then, oh, God willing, this should be a fun season. Um, uh, like I, I, I would uh, rather Morgan Frost have top line minutes in the AHL than bottom line minutes in the NHL. I think that if he were on the team, he would play up very quickly. I don't. I don't think he would stay on the fourth line for long. I don't, because there's just too many more experienced bodies ahead of him. I I would rather Morgan Frost, Joel Farabee, um, who are the other ones? Ratcliffe, Rubstov. Have top-line minutes or or second-line minutes in the AHL than five minutes a night in the NHL. I just The thing that's protecting me from, from really – Worrying about Stu- uh, Stewart or Andre is. Uh, I, didn't, I still don't know who this guy is. Like is, I googled him. I, it, okay. I have to believe that Michael Roffle is our random hockey man dude. Like, One would hope. I am so sick of hearing you talk shit about Michael Roffle. He's going to be on the fourth line. I he's going to be dis- good on the yes, fourth and line. He's perfect there. Leave him there, and I love it. That's where he's going to be. Yeah, awesome. That's our that's our hockey man right that's there. Our, that's our grizzled vet. <laughs> yeah, that has he's thirty now. He's been yeah, around. Is he only 30? Yeah. God, it feels yeah. like he's been in the league for 400 right. years. So here we go, he's Steph. He's spent his whole career with the Flyers. Here we go, Steph. It's Provorov and Konechny time. Oh, right. Yeah, they don't so, have contracts. Zach Wierenski. Just in case everybody is unclear, they still don't have contracts to play for the season that training camp starts for in two days. Zach Wierenski, the defenseman, drafted one spot after Ivan Provorov in, what was that, 2016? Sure. 2015? Mm. I can't remember. I think it was 2016. 16, yeah. Yeah, one spot after him has signed his bridge deal. Three years, $15 million, a $5 million AAV, if I'm doing that math correctly. Um, a lot of people, you know, it's the, the big three defensemen are Rowensky, uh, McAvoy, and Provorov. One domino has fallen, and much cheaper than uh, a lot of people thought. Yes. Cheaper, however... The contract is structured in such a way that at the end of it, he's going to have to get a very fat qualifying offer. Like Mitch Marner's 15? Yeah, or he's going to be set loose into the free agency market, which may be why he was willing to take a discount. Okay. Like, I'm going to get out of here quicker and for more money in the end. So backloaded and it benefits him in the end. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there was, um, I think it was... I think it was Uncle Bob who said that these <laughs> this kind of contract might be the model going forward for guys like this. And it's a little it's not something that we've usually seen when RFAs get signed. Like this is kind of different. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I, I forget who tweeted it today that said that Provorov was absolutely not interested in signing this kind Carchetti. of deal. Yeah, it was Carchetti. All right. Okay. So, man, this would, I, I mean, the five million, I don't care how it's loaded, uh, the five million AAV yeah, for good. three years, freaking awesome, I'll Provorov take that. isn't going to take it. No, Provorov he's not. wants long term. Um, the, that worries me that he's not rumors, willing to bet on himself. The uh-huh. rumors that I've heard, rumors, whispers, is that he wants to be the highest player on the Flyers. Well, guess what you're not going to get. Guess what you didn't play like last year, buddy. Yeah, like I always, which side. is amazing after the season that he had last. That's I a lot of. Always balls. side with the player. Always, I always say go get paid, dog. You're not that good. Now Maybe one will of you be. have ever said that on this show. No, no, no. We all, we're very pro labor on this side, podcast. Yeah. I want the players to In get paid. Life. As, well, no, no, no. I want the players to get paid as much as they are worth. Yeah. Mitch Marner probably worth twelve million dollars a season, but he can't get paid uh-huh. that much because of the stupid cap. Ivan Provorov has not shown. At all that he's worth eight or nine million dollars a season. He just hasn't yeah, shown that's it. Crazy. Talk. You haven't shown that, so you're not worth that. Not that you shouldn't get it because I think that you are eating up too much of a cap space or whatever. No, it's because you haven't played to a level that you get ten percent of the cap 
when so does Eric Carlson. Like, yeah. nobody. I, I, no, you don't. I kind of disagree in that. You know, What's he he's, done? He's 22 years old. And he plays, he plays 25 a lot of minutes. minutes a night. Like, he that's, plays a lot of minutes. All right, play really well in those 25 years, minutes. But he's been solid. He had a bad mm. season last year. In his contract year. Yeah, it's his contract year. But that's look at look at the state of the team last year. Every single fucking thing was falling apart. The and team was a nightmare. He's one of the guys, if no, he's I, that good, who's supposed to been nailing make it down. them better. Mm-hmm. That's his job, to help them win more games. Yeah, and I've they heard a lot. lost a bunch of games last year, and he was to blame. I've heard a lot about him being tied to a lot of anchors during last season, which, to be fair, he was. However, if, you're, it. if you're that good, if you're 8 or 9 or $10 million a season good, you bring that guy up. You don't get dragged down. You do better because you're that good. And he has not in any way shown that he's that guy. Yeah, I just, if he wants over eight, he's out of his fucking mind. No, we all assume that that's what he's he is that going to be. And that's what we expected him to be he's when we been got that him. guy. But he, no, he his hasn't. His rookie season, he played next to Andrew yeah. McDonald. And Andrew McDonald was serviceable in that year because of Ivan Provorov. You guys have recency bias. He was bad last year. You've got to look at the last he two years. He wasn't I'm great in all the second three. year. Yeah, his all three together. Year, he was, he was he amazing behind. in his second year, he was paired with Ghost, who had a career year. The two of them were fucking phenomenal together. Yes. Uh, out of three years in the league, he's been excellent for most of one. Mm-hmm. He was okay in his rookie year, and he was flat out bad last year. Yeah. What am I paying this guy over eight million dollars for? Saying, like, That's you guys insanity. are you guys are talking like he's a trash defenseman. No, 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 no. no. You he's are. not no, worth eight no, I'm plus not. million. He's not worth eight. He's not an eight million dollar a year defenseman. He's not garbage. He's worth five. All of I, you the could, things that you're saying is that he's a garbage defenseman and, and shouldn't get paid. No, no, no. So he, he should, should not get, get paid, paid eight. eight million. No, he shouldn't. He absolutely he's shouldn't. He's not worth it. He's not good enough for eight million. And Maybe he, he will be one day. Sign a bridge deal. That's what I'm saying. If you think you are that guy, if you think you're that good, show me in two years and then I'll fucking pay you. But you don't get it right now because you've not shown me that you're worth it. As a percentage of the cap, if you look at the other guys who are getting that percentage of the cap... They're like the, trophy candidates. the top three defensemen in the league, and like you're not it. Yeah, I'm sorry to tell you, you're not it. Yeah, it would be great if you were, but I, you're not. I'd say give him twelve if he was worth it. I don't know that he is. I, mean, I hope he is. One I day. hope he is too. The thing that's and they have just this impasse here with Provorov. It seems like if oh, Jesus, if he wants eight plus, that's incredible. Um, but why isn't Konechny done yet? That's the one. Because this so seems weird like it should be simple. Like, I, I love TK, but he's not Mitch Marner. He's not Miko Rantanen. He's not Braden Point. He's not Matthew Kachuk. He's not Kyle Con- Connor. He's not Patrick Laine. These guys have legitimate cases to be like, my team's cheaping out. What is he? I, and I'm not even blaming on Konechny here. This could be the team. I don't know. Like, why isn't this done? Part of me thinks that it, it could. It seems like it should be so easy. Yeah, I wonder if the team isn't slow playing this because they want to see what they have to pay Provorov and then see what's left before they make a firm offer to connect me. That's the only thing that makes sense to me because I can't imagine that he would be the one holding. Like I, I just can't imagine that his ask would be so absurd that they couldn't get a deal done. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. It doesn't make, I don't know. That's the I, one that doesn't make any sense to it, me. That, yeah. Like I get, the Provorov thing, because of the minutes, he believes he's that good. Yeah. But because of his actual play, the Flyers are like, no, you're not. Uh, I just, uh, the Konechny one, it seems like he is what he is. He's had back-to-back seasons with almost identical. L- legitimately the exact same numbers. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what he could be. He ho- did. He had 24 goals in the last two years, and points are 47 and 49. Yeah. it's he's Almost he's got, identical. He's got identical numbers the last two seasons. I don't. This seems to be what he is. Like uh, I think it was Kachuk. Yeah, he took the he took the year three leap from an almost fifty point player to an almost eighty point guy. So he has a legitimate. Okay, I deserve. Actually, that's who I am. Konechny seems to be flatline again. If Konechny turns into Mitch Marner light, sweet. But Mitch Marner had as many points last year as Konechny's had in the last two. So I, I just again don't know if it's Konechny, don't know if it's a team. Just don't understand why it's not done. Another thing that I, I fully blame pretty much on the Winnipeg Jets <laughs> is Patrick Laine and all these rumors about what's going on with him. Yeah. What would it take to get him? And do you have any interest? 
I no. abs- I have got so much interest in Patrick Laine. Oh my god! I don't it- like what I don't like what I think it would cost. I don't. What if it was I- connect me in a first? I would do it. Okay. What if I it was ghost it. in a first? I do uh-uh. it. No, I absolutely would. That's why I. We'll get to it in a second, but um, and and I am very against trading Shane Gossespierre, but too. Patrick Laine is the kind of talent that you just don't come across often uh, and he had a down year last year and a lot of people believe him to be one-dimensional but his down year was a 30 goal season and the whole team <laughs> the whole team in Winnipeg it just had a really weird a weird year when it came to producing shots it was it was just a really bizarre season for them yeah, I was trying to find like comparable trades for what a Patrick line would be uh Jeff Skinner to the Sabres and they sold super low on Skinner so like that was I couldn't really say and it's not like he broke out with the numbers that line has until after the trade that was Cliff Pooh who's not very good and a second and third round I mean uh, line is what 23 yeah who? Uh, the Hannafin and uh, the Hannafin for Hamilton deal because of uh, Ham uh, Hannafin and Lin- Lindholm's RFA statuses is kind of comparable, I guess. Uh, Truba for Neil Pionk and a first, just because it's that team and it's recent and it's an RFA. Like that's not a lot. Like, like uh, a player I, who's a little bit wor- uh, a player who's significantly worse and a first round pick. All right, so that's. TK and a one. But how do we afford what Patrick Laine is going to want to make? That's money-wise? a great question. When's his contract happen? due? Is he? Yeah. A he's RFA an RFA. Now. He's yeah, an unsigned now. RFA. Yeah, he's not yeah. signed. Yeah. Oh well, if you try, if you send them Travis Konechny, I mean, that's that money gone. I know, but he's going to want a lot more money than. Travis and you still Konechny. have Proverov, and, Pro and they've got like thirteen million available. Yeah, mm-hmm. bucket. Send them Proverov. I won. Okay. That was well, going to be. Would you be interested in a <laughs> one for one? I don't know if I do pro. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would do it either. But I that don't was, know if that I, was more of a flippant comment than something. That, I don't I mean, know it would work. if I do Proverov plus, but Proverov not one plus. for one, interesting. I, Definitely not plus. I would do. I I would play roster gymnastics to fit Patrick Line on this team. I consider him Alex Ovechkin light. I would I would do just about anything to get him on this team. Yeah, uh, last year, Line only had 50 points, which was one more than TK. Uh, but the 30 goals he's accounted for, the lowest total of his career. And in only four more career games than TK, he has put up 60 more points. So, Do they want a Jake Voracek? Because that oh, could answer well, a lot of problems. I, yeah, well. I just I can't imagine if they... If they don't want to pay 22 or whatever year old Patrick Line, whatever he's asking for, I doubt they want to pay closing in on 30 year old Jake Voracek his eight plus million. I'm just saying. No, I would. Yeah, it's something I I thought. I would do. I would do just about anything to get him on this team. Do they want Claude Giroux? Because I would would not trade Claude Giroux because that really uh, hinders his ability to score the goals. It sure does. (laughs) I yeah. want someone to pass him the puck, and that someone's oh, yeah, name is point. Claude Giroux. Good point. Uh, so I was, I was just trying to find comparables, and uh, if, if anyone listening has any, hit us up on the old Twitter machine or in the comments of, uh, you know, dot .com, whatever, a website. if you have any comparables. <laughs> the old, the old yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Broad Street Hockey. <laughs> the website. Dot on com. the interweb. I just call it .com in my head. I like it. That's what all the, that's what all the professionals do, because mm-hmm. obviously they're talking about their own company. Yeah. Dot .com. Yeah. BillMats.com. <laughs> Ted Mosby is a is jerk. That, com. not real? No, com does <laughs> I wish not it was. Exist. All right, we are going to pause for an ad break. We'll be back in just a second, and we will round out the, I mean, oh, we have like half an hour left. This is actually good. This is like the middle. Wow. I am we shocked. did it. Way to go, fam. We're going to pause for an ad for just for a second, and then we will be right back. All right, we are back with some more of the Broad Street Hockey, the uh, radio internet program known as BSH Radio. Uh, oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> do we want to keep going with Provorov and Konechny? Do we have more here? I'm just mad them. that neither side wants to get this done. Like, oh, it's, maybe they do want to, but whatever. They're not doing it. I, so just like... It's annoying. Pay it's your fucking annoying. players. Sign your fucking contracts. Both of you, can you just... Give give it a year and then do the player strike. Like, come on. When is the? Uh, they haven't decided whether or not to open up the CBA yet, right? They no. they have till the fifteenth, I, I believe. believe. So yeah. So what's today? Today the, is today the, September eleventh. Oh, yep, yep. Today's September eleventh. Um. So a couple of days. 
couple of days. There should be a player strike. So do you want to talk about the stuff? There sure should be a player strike. So the CBA, the NHL has already said, no, we're cool with the CBA. We like it. It's no fine shit. for us. Yeah. yeah. Shockingly enough. <laughs> because this, we actually don't pay the pet players what yeah. we say we're going to pay them. Which should be a surprise to nobody because this the NHL. this uh, collective bargaining agreement Trash. is incredibly beneficial to the owners. It sure and is. And not the players. The one thing in there that is funny to me is the... Um, the way that they went and made the completely legal contracts that signed before this current CBA, they went and made them atomic bombs that ruin teams now. <laughs> like for any, like you guys are the ones that sign these deals, and you're punishing yourselves. Why? Like that? That the the, the whole like the uh, Marion Hosa style, Chris Pronger style. Carter and Richard style contracts that were completely legal at the time that they went and turned into this this raw sewage that ruins your team for years on end. The fact that they did it to themselves to be like, well, yeah, that'll show us. Like, I, uh, but other than that, it's completely GM and owner, more specifically, mm-hmm. yeah. owner friendly. So because... The NHL has said, no, we're cool with the CBA. That means there's not going to be a lockout. Does that mean there won't be a work stoppage? No, it does not, because now it falls to the players and the Players Association. Do they want to... I don't know what the terminology is. Strike. Strike. The players Well, strike. yeah, but... Like, what is what they do they have to do with the CBA? They've open, open up it, the open CBA. It up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what any of that means, but I know it could lead to a player strike if they decide. Yeah. And there could, of course, this is just for like early renegotiate, like opening it up early, basically. Yeah, it expires yeah. in like three years, I think. And they can end it a year or two early if they say so by the middle of this month. And that would result in either the lockout, which the owners have said, nah, we're good, or the strike, and the Players Association has not decided on that yet. Of course, they could come to the early, like, they could negotiate it before the end of next year, Yeah, and there would be no work stoppage by either side. That's the opening up, like opening it up for discussion. Oh, yeah, there's not going to be a work stoppage. Good one. (laughs) (laughs) No, they'll totally prevent it. They'll both come to the Mm -hmm. table with reasonable solutions, Mm -hmm. and everyone will get along. No cap ever. Okay. So a cap, but oh shit. Yep. Oops. (laughs) A hard cap. A real hard cap. That rarely goes up a lot. (laughs) We are in full support here of a player strike because this is a labor podcast. After that, go get that money. After that fake um, offer sheet to Sebastian Ajo. That collusion to get collusion to get the salary to down. To get that goddamn oh no, look, there's an offer sheet. Teams are actually trying to compete and do everything they can to have the best possible roster. Of course it for came like, from fucking Montreal. Yeah, Five Montreal. million dollars a season. Yeah, some on, non dude. like the completely reasonable like um, Paul yeah. Holmgren signs Shea Weber to an offer sheet that's like we're going to try to put the Nashville Predators out of business yeah. if, they, if they match this shit. You know, sometimes I really love Paul Holmes. Uh, he had a set of balls on him. It was, I wish, like, it, listen, it went bad at the end. It did. But tell me how much fun this podcast would have been, like, yo, we're getting Shea Weber! Oh, my yeah. God. We would have had fun in 2010. Yeah, like, we go and get Yager. Like, he's coming back from the KHL. We got him. Like all sorts of fun nonsense. Remember when oh. Gagne came back? Oh God, that was the time. That was so flyers. I do love me some. Uh, so Gagne. yeah, that happened. But right now, actually happening right now in Allentown at the PPL Center. That's where Charlie is this evening. Charlie O'Connor from theAthletic.com. He's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> the rookie game versus the Islanders uh, is tonight. They have dropped the puck. It was uh, I think a seven o'clock puck drop over there. I want to lead off with one of Kelly's favorite topics. Yay. Rookie camp uh, wraps up with this game. Basically, training camp opens Friday. Friday. Yeah, Friday. I put that on my uh, dry Two days calendar. for these assholes yeah. to get their contracts signed. Uh, they're not going to be at the first day of camp. Uh, I believe Felix Sandstrom got the start tonight, Kelly. He did. He did. And I've been told in the Slack chat that he's playing well. I, and I've just been told that Rubstov has scored a goal. Oh! The, 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 the correct Catch words... It. The correct words were, Phil just sexed a pass to <laughs> the germ. 
Say his name. Redacted. Who sniped? <laughs> Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. All right. Um. So sexed a pass. Sexed yeah, a pass. I like that. I'm I putting. Like that. Somebody put that on the website. <laughs> sexed like E D or sexed like S E X T like a S E X E D. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. So we're going to start with Felix Sandstrom. And like I've been down on him just because things haven't really been going his way. And as we know, goalies are nonsense. But, man, it's here. He's playing. He's going to be with the Phantoms this year. And Carcini was talking. boy. Carcini was uh, in an article with the Inquirer this week uh, was saying it's not a stretch to think he could at least be on the bench for a Philadelphia Flyers game this season. Nope. The kid is 22. Um, listen, he had it was a, a some sort of hernia and some knee problems slowed him down last year. He only played 19 games. Was it a hernia? That's or what, was that's what the... was in his article. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Was, I thought it was like a stomach. Oh, hiatal hernia. I don't know. That might be one of those sports hernia things that aren't really hernias that we learned Maybe. all about with Nolan Patrick. I Maybe. don't know. Uh, but this is just what was in Carcidi's article. Uh, he was obviously, you know, those those World Junior Championships when we really got introduced to him in 16-17. He was the best goalie there. Um, his numbers last year, while he only played 19 games, 9-11 and a 2-1-6, uh, you know, in the SHL, it's a real league. It's not yeah. like he's doing this in the UK's... Super fun house. I just or hold on. I, I looked up the hiatal hernia because I didn't feel like a sports thing. It is a stomach thing. Okay. Um. So not a sports injury. This is. It's it's a stomach. You get stabbed. Thing. No, your diaphragm separates from your abdomen. Oh, no, it's, it's is, a whole it thing. Sounds terrible. It sounds. I don't know it sounds about painful it. as fuck. I thought it was a stomach thing. So, I'm really really. I happy thought a diaphragm that. was a contraceptive. It is. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're on to something. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, and he played one game with the Phantoms last year. He allowed three goals on 43 shots in a 4-3 win on the road against the Providence Bruins. Um, I am just looking forward to the possibility of Felix the Cat and Carter Hart, man. I am like, into one, it. One day, do, will we have this? I think that it could be sooner than you think. Morgan Frost has also scored a goal. Not damn. I mean, so, I mean, it's not that out of the question. So let's say Sandstrom outplays Lyon in the AHL. Not a stretch. Could definitely happen. Then Brian Elliott, that poor man, gets hurt again. Definitely not a stretch. And we need somebody up on the bench. Well, Felix Sandstrom is the guy. Yeah, that's, um, who's the other, uh, J.F. Barubi, they also brought in for uh, having a little bit of depth there in net. Because when when you just think of what their depth chart is right now, it's Hart and Elliott, 1A and 1B. Mm-hmm. I assume Alex Lyons sitting there at three because he has the NHL experience. But shit, man, Felix Sandstrom, I they mean, used 25 goalies last year. Like, there's he's a chance got, he's at least on the bench. He's got pro experience, too. So yeah. he's no slouch. Yeah, again, is SHL. A, a professional like, league. Yeah. A lot of people believe the SHL is. Three Third. or four. Yeah. It's basically the AHL. Yeah. Like, you know, the mm-hmm. NHL and the KHL, really high leagues. And then you have the AHL, which is right there with the SHL. It's basically yeah. 1A and 1B there. There's an article of, on that on BroadStreetHockey.com. Yeah. So, uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And now that it's here, I'm excited. And, like, that's he's a year older than Carter Hart. Yeah. You know, it's not like do, he's 18. Do, 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 do. Yeah, every time. it's I, I hear it every time. Every single but time. But you just brought you up Morgan Frost, Steph. I'm sorry. Did you want to bring up German Rubstov's nickname again? The germ. Catch Carter. it. Carter Hart. Do, 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 get do. infected, baby. We should make get infected t-shirts. Oh, my God. I'm fucking here for that. If he makes the team, we do it. The I'm, germ on the back. I will infected fire on the front. both of you. People will buy them, Stephanie. Think of the dollars. I, I will fire contract. both of you gleefully. I'm going to say I'm trying to start a union so you can't fire Ooh, me. Ooh, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sign a card. Mm, no, that's not how it I works. say I'm trying to start a union you right now. You can't fire me. I can't be Everybody fired. heard no. it. Yep. I right, we are organizing. Contract. I don't have a contract. <laughs> you actually don't. <laughs> I did. I signed something. Uh, you do have a podcasting contract. Yeah. You don't have a writing contract. I never Yet read you're any going of those to. Documents. I just haven't right. sent the paperwork over. So, it's been a bad week, guys. Something legitimately that you know Scott Gordon is excited about, and everyone listening should be excited about. 
goddamn Ratcliffe Frost Farabee line. Oh God, if, these, if, none, if none of these guys make the make the team out of camp, and which is what I'm saying, like let them get their oh. chemistry together. There instead of five minutes a night in the NHL. I'm, that's I'm, all I'm, I'm saying. I would think they would get more than five because they're good. If they yeah. made it, it means they're good. Yeah. But the idea, I, I'm not against them playing for the Phantoms. I think they all probably need it. And the Farabee's idea, like this big. The idea of Ratcliffe Frost Farabee is just. Man, that's kind of worth the drive. And I, which is a nightmare of a drive. Can I'm we saying. can we do an early season trip? Like after we know. Oh, you're not going to be here. Uh, I might be here for some time in November. Okay. For baby things. Okay. You're having a baby? Not me. Oh, okay. Um, Say, I think you should have a baby in Canada. Isn't their health care like free? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kelly's not having a baby. They're not going to kick you out of the hospital after I'll a day? anchor baby myself in Canada. Um, this got weird. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, all I'm saying, oh, I just want to go up to Lehigh okay. Valley to see our babies. N- not human babies, but, you know, my large adult sons. Hockey players. Um, I'm in love with Isaac Ratcliffe. I didn't realize, yes. like, I always have been. I've always Steph's liked Ratcliffe. Steph's always been a size queen. It's I've true. I've always been a size queen, and this is a big, beefy boy. Him on the line with these two little string beans. I just, I it's love great, it. It's great, isn't it? I love it. I uh, love I mean, Frost isn't it. a string bean anymore. He is. He's a little guy, though. He is a he's string He's not tall, bean. but he, he's bulked out a bit. Yeah, but that's But they have him I on mean, the ice. still like 150 like, pounds. Ratcliffe's like seven foot on skates. Well, I mean, compared to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair. Steph, you just, by calling him a big beefy boy, uh, there's this uh, there's this wrestler named Tyler Bate, and people chant big strong boy at him. Can we chant oh big God. strong boy at Isaac Ratcliffe? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, make me signs and I'll hold it up. Okay. Yep. Uh, so I'm I'm real like like you just said. It's definitely gonna be worth the drive. Anyone who has and the PPL Center is like it's nuts. great. It's so. I good. was up there for the All Star game a few years ago. Um, it, it, it's a cool building. Phantoms are gonna be if not really good, They're really good. interesting this year. Yeah. A um, lot of our guys that we've been waiting to see for a long time are, are gonna be on the team. And if this is line one, goddamn. Goddamn. I said, um, God damn. I just, That's what I was thinking of. I just saw the, the gif on the Broad Street Hockey Twitter feed of this Myers did, in fact, sex the past to <laughs> Herman Rupstoff. Here, watch. It's, is, this, it's, uh, is this sex? Yep. Watch that it. Watch it. Is. Yep. <laughs> that is con- some can confirm. That is some right-handed Gostas bear slinging it, it on was, the power ooh, play I just style. watched it. Can confirm. Uh, Billy, he sexed, he Billy sexed Phil. It. I love these kids. I fucking Billy love Phil Philly, Myers. Baby. Good God. You know what? I, w- you I want couldn't... Philly Philly? Yeah, let's do it. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. I couldn't sleep the other night because insomnia. And I watched all of the uh, Stadium Series NBC productions, like when they had... Um, uh, the mic'd up with Travis Konechny, and then they were interviewing like Nolan Patrick. I watched like I would hate to lose TK. He's so damn entertaining. He is amazing. He's just so much fun, um, and and I I love him. And he's a good talent too. Uh, that was it. That's the end of my story. Yeah. I lo- I love our boys. That's it. That's the tweet. So somebody uh, that I believe Madeline Campbell wrote about this week, the Bunny Man. The oh, Bunny yeah, Man. She did. She Connor did a, a, a prospect profile. Yeah, Maddie wrote about Connor Bunneman and. There's been some noise. There's been some noise about a, uh, I don't want to say an underrated, because a lot of people have just been disappointed. or not. People have been underwhelmed by him yeah. since he was drafted. Didn't have a crazy rookie season with the Phantoms. Played most of the year at the age of 20. Uh, ended up with 19 goals. But uh, this is something that uh, Maddie pointed out. 17 of the 19 in his final 49 games. Got off to a really slow start and then really started to push. But everybody has been commenting and everybody who watched him last year as a lot of as Maddie did and a lot of the beat writers uh, who follow the Phantoms everybody's been talking about how he has exponentially increased his speed it was uh it was just something every uh, it was just one of those exit interview kind of things hey you got to get faster you got to get leaner he appears to have taken it re- really seriously people are saying he didn't get faster he got fast. Like he went from not being a great skater to actually okay, yeah, him and Frost are like looking good out there together. Keeping up with Faraby. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit annoying. Like it's getting to the point where we have like way too many bodies going into this funnel and it's like freaking me out because 
Oh, not all of them are going to make it. Well, Some we of have, them are going to have to go away. Very many of them are not going to make it, but that's always been the case. They, we still yeah. have the phantoms. and. But I feel like there's like... Uh, if, if they're good enough, they'll make the flyers. I just, I feel like for the first time, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Like we don't have... Dale, we signed to a four-year deal. Yeah, you know? that's true. Like, we have Raffle on two more, and then he's gone. There's an expansion draft looming. We're going to lose somebody. My guess is JVR. Um, <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I think... I could see that, actually. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, I think I Radcliffe replaces him. Um like, also I, I interesting. Just, yeah, I, 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 that's just. I mean, we're two years out. I like that's where my, your head's my, at. That's with my it, guess though. right now. It's June of 2021. Literally anything can. Somebody happen. write it down so we can make Bill feel good about. We could lose later. Jack Eichel in the goddamn expansion <laughs> draft. Like, I don't know. Uh, two years from now. Why are you doing this to me? You hate Jack. To me personally, why? Because it's fun. Why? To victimize you. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, but yeah, it's. Anything could happen. I just feel like there is light. Like our fourth line isn't going to exist in a couple of years. Our third line, like I don't know. Here's hoping. who's who's going to be our three C. Like what if Ratcliffe, Frost, and uh, and Faraby is legitimately our second line next year? Oh, that's the like any. I, I, it you looks, mean the year where the player strike is yeah. happening? To me, there's light at the end of the tunnel for the first time with this. You know, because we've always said the cupboard is full. Where are all these guys going to go? I actually see places for them to go in the near future for the first time. Well, that's good. Yeah. Speaking of places to go, the D. Hello. Uh, well, first, like I was, this was another uh, this was another Carcitti article I think talking about uh, Moran and also Robert Haig by extension. What's gonna like? Are these guys just press box bound now? Someone's gonna play. It's probably gonna be Robert Haig. Yeah. Where? Over um, whom? Um, yeah. Who do you sit for? Him? Uh, c- Give me names. I don't know who's if, on our defense. Uh, let's, okay. Provorov, Niskanen. We first have to. Sandheim, you have to Ron, assume Provorov is Ghost Myers. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Who are you pushing down for Haig? None of them. None of them. Um, and then who are you pushing down for Myers or for uh, Moran? Moran. Yeah. None, None of, them. of them. Yeah. It so, sounds, yeah, maybe Provorov. I mean, Provorov may not start the season. Well, with yeah, his team, no, but. and that's my assumption is like the majority of games, and then like with Provorov on the roster, are these guys just press box bound? Yeah, is that probably. who they are? Or I AHL. don't hate it. Yeah, I, they or have to clear bait. waivers. Yeah, or you move them. Yeah, that's the other thing. Which is fine if you can get something for either one of them at this point. That's fine. Here's something. I, I love Samuel Moran. I really, really want him on this team, but I don't want him on this team above Phil Myers. Over any of those guys. I don't want him on this team above Shane Gostisbehere. I don't want him on this team above, God, Travis Sanheim. Yeah, maybe Niskanen or Braun, but I just don't know yet. I don't know. And, and the answer is I probably don't. And I'm all in on this lefty-righty thing right now. We I have like three it. lefties and three righties, and that's the way I want it. L- Listen, we haven't had it, and our defense has been bad. Maybe this will actually help. Maybe I'm. I've been. I've been saying, oh, handedness is overrated all these years. I think it's all voodoo. I'm willing to. I'm willing to allow for the I for the possibility that I've been wrong, and this has been the problem. I mean, there's got to be a reason why the right-handed guys are so valuable, right? There's just so few of them. It's odd. Yeah. And we got three. I have a quick with the we're we're running out of time. We have a few minutes, though. I have a quick hypothetical for you guys that I kind of saw floated out there uh, to go along with the Jake Gardner signing. Jake Gardner was hanging around for a long time, finally signed a four year deal for a little over four million with the Carolina Hurricanes, which is very suspicious because maybe two or three days before Kelly had mentioned Hey, I forgot Jay Gardner still isn't signed. I texted Dr. T and I was like, hey, you should sign that guy. And of like, course you know who hangs out in our Slack chat? Dr. T. I bet you he saw it. I was like, oh, you I think forgot. He, didn't know? he takes he takes my <laughs> advice that would a lot. Be awesome. I don't want to say I'm it, but just, I'm, I'm kind of behind all of the Carolina Hurricanes. I'm success. just saying it's a <laughs> little am, suspicious, Doctor Tolsky. In my uh, in my initial power rankings, which I hope to discuss soon, in order to increase traffic to my own articles yes, and raise my own value, uh, I have the Hurricanes at 11, and that was prior to the Gardner signing. I believe this pushes them up, but it looks like there might be another corresponding move. We'll see. But the reason I br- I bring this up while we're talking about the Flyers defense is this hypothetical got floated out on the old Twitter machine this week. I want to see what you guys thought. Now, I am not for trading Shane Gostisbehere. I've said it multiple times. Now that Wayne Simmons is gone, Ghost is my favorite player on the team. I own two Ghost jerseys. Don't want it. 
But I have a quick hypothetical. Would you rather have Ghost and the uncertainty that we currently have in the top nine on offense, or trade Ghost for scoring help and sign Jake Gardner to take that offensive D-man spot? I spent a lot of time thinking about this afternoon, this this afternoon after I read it. Um, Third pair guy making a little less than Ghost at this point. So here's the thing that I struggle with. Is it a foregone conclusion that there's uncertainty in the top six? Because if we assume that the best player in camp lands that last wing spot on the third line, and I think that, I know that people disagree, but I think that we can safely assume that Kevin Hayes is going to be an upgrade in the top six. Something more than nothing. (laughs) Right. Do we actually have a top nine problem. No, I don't, we don't know that we do. We don't. So no, I don't think I would. And 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 also Ghost doing his thing well is scoring. So. I agree. I like how you talked that out because my thought was would I trade Ghost for scoring help? It depends on what the scoring help is. If we're talking Patrick Line, uh, that was going to be my next. Oh, what if it go. was Patrick Line? What if it was but Ghost? But do I have to take Jake Gardner because I don't know whether I would? Oh, I love Jake Gardner. Yeah, I, G- Gardner like he's on the fine. He's fine. Gardner on the third pair with Myers. Ooh, I, mean I like that. it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. I'm just saying, I wouldn't. Tra- I wouldn't trade Ghost to so that I could have Jake Gardner. No, would, no, 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 no. So if I'm going to trade Ghost, it's to get scoring help. But why is Jake Gardner part of this? Package. Because, because he's a good player sign. that could be there. Yeah, I'm that's not. how you fill that hole. Because yeah, yeah. I don't want Moran or Haig no. to fill that role. I want an actually good player. Yes. And they have <laughs> Gardner and Ghost have some similarities in terms of the offense they can create. I think yeah. Ghost is a little more dynamic. I think we can all yeah. agree there. But he makes a little. Gardner makes a little less. And like if it was Ghost and a one for Line A, and then we replaced Ghost with Gardner, I think the team is better. Yeah, probably. I mean, with Patrick Laine, the team would be better. Yeah, and then you yeah. you still don't have a big gaping hole at yeah. your third line. Yeah, because left defense. That's the problem. If yeah. you if you if in the real world today we were to trade Ghost for Patrick Laine, we've got a problem. Yeah, now. we're having Moran, who's never played in the NHL, what, yeah. one game, or Hey, He's who played isn't like very good. Four games. Thank is you. it really four? Yeah, oh, it was like two. Yeah, it's like it's four. not many. So how do we all like my power rankings? I love them. I didn't. I read had them. A, I, I'm just kidding. You run the site. I had an extremely. I run 35 good sites. Thank Why you. Why are there 35? 31, Three? 33, 33, 32, 30, 31 teams. 31 and teams. NHL? Women's hockey. Oh, and, women's hockey. Uh, college hockey. I had oh, a, a very hockey? solid chuckle. Read that. Right. Reading that. Yeah. They were good. Did you? Uh, it, he has played seven games. Wow. Did not know that. That seems like a lot. Eight <laughs> games. Sorry, they keep showing up. Eight games. <laughs> wow, I did not know that. Did you think that there were any team like I, I? I'm doing it's. It's supposed to be entertaining. Yeah. I talked all summer about how much I hate lists and rankings. They're bad. So this is kind of a joke about that. But I'm. I mean, the first one was 4,500 words. This so is a long joke. The thing they're they're uh, they're funny and yeah. there's some irreverence there, but also they make sense yeah. and there's some good hockey information um, there. So don't let the funny fool you. Right away, I think, uh, uh, Steph, you're, the glitter knights. I think I underrated them. Like I was just putting it together and was like, I don't know where else to put them, but I think this is too low. That's okay. And eleven for the Hurricanes. I like I love the Hurricanes. I they, don't know yeah. why they're Oh, so hold on. You're the reason Alex Ovechkin broke his leg. Oh, I am. Okay. Yeah, he right. broke his leg? It it's, no, something happened. When? I don't know. He I don't hurt know. himself, but I don't yeah. know if he broke it. I don't it. know if he All broke right. it either, but he did hurt hurt his leg. Yeah, you wrote, I hope he plays till he's like 57 years old. Yeah, that then was my Ovechkin only... Then goes and gets hurt, and... Like, that's the thing. It was 4,500 words, and like, what do I got to say about the Washington Capitals that people don't, don't know? It's no, the freaking Capitals. It, They've been premier team in the league for a decade. You know who's on it. I just want Alex Ovechkin to play for it. Who beat you up for buying a devil's hat? Frankie. Frankie! Oh, he was not Friend happy. Friend of the pod! Yeah, he Frank. was not happy. Uh, I, there's a story in there. Yeah, I, I linked fine. to it. Um... I think like I have Columbus way down. Like I have Columbus as one of the worst teams. I think that's fair. I think it's fair, but I'm going to allow for the possibility that they have some sort of um Islanders magic. And that's what it would be. It would be some Islanders style well, magic. You do have them way down. Yeah. I would it would be some Islanders style magic for them to be in contention for a playoff spot as far as I'm concerned. 
And I have the aisles way down, and I think that's because, that's they're, because not they're not good. actually good. Yeah, yeah. They, they, you have them above. Robin Laner won them all their games, and they no longer have Robin Laner. So. I love, I love, I love your reasoning for Ottawa. <laughs> they're bums. Yeah, I like my reasoning for uh, the Kings even more. They just have a bunch of listed ages. Yeah, they just have a bunch of old guys so making a ton of fucking money. <laughs> but yeah, read my power rankings. They're going to drop every Monday during the season. It's going to be a fun time. And guys, well, ladies, it's only ladies tonight. Ladies night. I heard on Twitter that it's I'm meant to be offended that you just said guys. I'm going to work <laughs> on it. That is all the time we have for you on Broad Street Hockey Radio this week. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. And guess what? Post games are coming back. Uh, all sort of, Ice sport might even come back. Who knows? I'm even thinking of yelling about sports monthly special. Monthly special. All of this shit about Antonio Brown makes me want to yell about sports. Oh, my sports. God. It's, you I guys mean, this just is, do a, this is the red pod. meat. This is the yelling about sports red meat. We could just do 90 minutes a month. That's it. Like, all right. I, I think we could, and I think we should. Hey, we get paid per listen, so. You do. Get Pump after that it. Thing up. I'm not going to argue yeah. with you, too. The royal we. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Uh, for Kelly, for Steph, uh, Charlie, we'll be back next week, probably. My name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody. Feel